Are you ready to perform at your highest potential? Welcome to the Performance Matters Podcast from GP Strategies. In each episode, we'll interview industry experts, exploring best practices and innovative insights to help you and your organization improve performance. I'm your host, Jeremy Shear. Hello and welcome to the podcast. My guests today are Matt Donovan, Chief Learning and Innovation Officer at GP Strategies, and Kara Halter, Director of Digital Learning Strategy and Solutions at GP Strategies. So Matt, Kara, when organizations curate learning experiences, many of them simply gather some off-the-shelf content and that's pretty much it. So, so Matt, why is that a problem? Well, one of the challenges is that when we start looking in the curation space, people make the assumption that curation equals the aggregation of content. So there's a lot of, you know, one of the upsides is that there's a lot of great content out there that can actually be assembled and brought around and wrapped around a learner. But the real challenge is that you've got to go deeper than what I would say is off-the-shelf content can actually provide in terms of a relevant learning experience. And so you need to go beyond the first layer of what we're calling relevance, which is aggregating content that will help them on their journey. So you mentioned the word relevance, and GP Strategies has an approach called three layers of relevance. So what does that mean? Well, and I think it's really trying to get a, a, a mind shift in the way in which we think about pulling and curating content, going deeper than that first aggregation of that content. So when we talk about three-layer relevance, the first one is, um, you know, we, we talk about what is it, uh, you know, it may, if it's in a concept, how do we define it? What are we, you know, out of context, what is it? So if you're thinking of like a business acumen context, um, we might have, you know, covering what is the financial statement? What does an income statement look like, for example? That's the first layer of a generic general description of it, an introduction to the concept, what we kind of call out of context. Then that second layer of relevance starts to really bring it into what is the actual learner or performer's contextual relevance and their context of application. So now you might say is what does my company's income statement look like or how do I read our income statement versus a generic or general income statement. And then even pushing further than that, getting into the third layer of how do I actually use our income statement, for example, in order to drive business decisions or to um, ensure that a decision I make will actually impact the next income statement for my company that's coming out. So the idea here is to kind of expand upon just, you know, that, that generic general, what is a concept, an introductory that might work for a lot of folks in a lot of, a lot of places, but really starts to lose value when you try to apply it into your own performance context. Right. So you start with something generic and then to really make it stick and, and make it useful, it has to be more detailed and, and tailored to, to your specific company. Right. So, so Kara, what does this strategy look like when it's put into practice? Sure. So, I mean, I think some of the easiest ways to start to understand this stuff is when you think about it in the context of a real example. Um, so maybe that's a, a little bit of a hint even to the three layers of relevance right there. Um, yeah. So, I, you know, I think um, a topic that I spend a lot of time working with my clients on is leadership. And a topic that comes up frequently within a leadership program is coaching. So how do you coach your employees? How do you think about what coaching looks like? So to walk through an example of, of how the three layers of relevance might apply with to a coaching topic or a topic like a soft skill like coaching. Um, let me just give you an example of what we've actually done um, for a real client in a, a real example. 
Um, so okay. layer one would be, a, you know, as Matt was referencing, really just what is it? You know, it's it's the generic information about what coaching is, maybe even what coaching is not. Um, and you can really address that in a lot of simple ways, whether it's just a simple text description or something a little fancier like an animation or an infographic. Um, but it's really just an opportunity to understand what coaching is. Um, and then maybe you can take it a little bit further and think about what does coaching look like in action? So there might be some audio clips or some video clips um, or things that you could could look at to understand what coaching actually looks like um, and maybe even start to test your knowledge a little bit on that as to can you recognize what good coaching is or can you recognize uh, maybe when somebody is starting to stray away from what a good coaching might be. Um, and then another you know common piece that you see in that first layer of relevance are the some simple takeaways. So, you know, understanding what's the coaching model in your organization, you know, what's what's that basic model look like? What are the, the cues that you might need to remember when you go into a coaching conversation? So that's pretty basic stuff, um, stuff that you could probably borrow from a lot of different places, um, training that may exist in the public world or that maybe you've already created within your organization. Um, but when you start to take it to those other layers, um, so let's you know, start talking about layer two, um, then you really start to think about, well, how does this really connect to what's going on in my company? You know, how does this coaching model relate to maybe our business priorities or the competency models that have been discussed, or maybe even like the vision and value statements um, that have been established around what a, being a good leader looks like in your organization? You know, how can you start to connect a, a generic coaching model to what coaching means within your organization. Um, and you can really start to bring that to life by looking at examples. So you might ask the learner to reflect on their own past coaching conversations um, and to share that with the group of people that they're learning with. Um, so you really start to hear what stories you know, sound like in terms of what coaching looks like in your organization from some of other learners and from yourself. Um, and you may even go capture, you know, a, a, a story that's sort of, you know, a good example, maybe even a bad example of listening to somebody within your organization um, talk about their experience with coaching. So, you know, how has that gone well for him? Why has he found it to be challenging within your organization? Or maybe you know, what tools he's found to be helpful in, in supporting him in building that coaching culture within your organization. Um, so that second layer is really just about moving beyond the generic model and the tools that you might have to thinking about what does this look like, feel like, sound like, you know, in my organization, what are the challenges that I might come up against? And how does this start to become, you know, part of our culture within our organization? Mm -hmm. um, and then you get okay. to the last layer, um, and that's really where, you know, you start to see that business impact or the difference making stuff that happens. Um, and this really is a lot about the application and, um, you know, really thinking about behavior change. Um, so in layer three, you start to look at you know, how do I then ask the learner to take that model and actually go do it? Um, you know, what is what is the business problem right now that they're dealing with that coaching might help solve? You know, how can they help really make a difference in their their organization or in their department um, by applying better coaching? And, you know, as they start to do that, are they reflecting on it, coming back, sharing their experiences and really committing to, you know, a, a change in behavior going forward and doing something a little bit different? Um, so that's kind of one example of, you know, how mm -hmm. something even like a soft skill, um, you know, might start to apply across those different layers of relevancy. Yeah, that's a great example. And 
in, in, in a lot of ways, it seems like sort of good common sense, right? That you'd want to tailor the generic thing you're talking about, provide more details so that it actually is relevant to your specific company. But Matt, it, it seems like a lot of companies don't do this or struggle to do it. So first, why is that? And second, what's at stake if you fail to get beyond that first layer? Well, I think I think it, it's a normal, you know, first when we start out to kind of pull content together, that's what's readily available. It's what's accessible to us is, you know, what's offered up by a lot of third-party content providers, which you kind of bring in into these curation spaces, is that what is most portable, most general, most applicable across a range of uh, folks. So, so you can actually bring a lot of content in quickly, but it's only at that first layer. So, you know, the part is to really get that mindset shift that you need to actually drive to those next two or two layers to actually really bring it home for the learner. And that's where you have to be able to, uh, what I consider, enhance the content. So when you say, say, for example, we talk, I go back to my example on um, uh, business acumen and, and let's say what is an income statement being able to get the organization to contribute here's how you read one of our uh, income statements and having uh, an expert practitioner inside the organization talk about how they read it they analyze it the insights that they take from it but that's only relevant in their organization and doesn't have a lot of portability around that so you know that's something that has to be kind of created and cultivated internally and there are ways that you you can structure some energy around that building on that first layer without having to really repeat the entire process. And if you don't get beyond that first layer, I, I imagine that you're just not, the learning isn't as useful. It's just not going to stick as much as it would if if you do get beyond the, nope. that first layer. You are correct. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, Kara, what, what is it that you want listeners to take away from this discussion? Um, I think there's probably two things that really are core to me in this this three layers of relevancy concept. Um, one is that it doesn't matter how great your content is if it's not relevant to the learner. So, you know, you really need to take that time to figure out what's important and how do you add that right context to really make that content meaningful and useful to them. And, and as Matt was just talking about, it's really in that second and third layers of relevance that that really comes to light. Um, so I think that's, you know, kind of the, the main message across everything we've been talking about here um, that comes across. But the second piece is, you know, when you're starting to think about curation strategies in particular, um, or building a learning path in any kind of a blended learning world, um, I think thinking about those layers of relevancy are also a way to maybe help you prioritize your time and your budget. Um, you know, I think if you can buy or borrow as much as you can to fill that first layer, because that usually is where the content is pretty generic and there's probably things out there that you can reuse, it allows you to really put the, your, your time and your money and, and really get the bang for your buck um, in those second layers of relevancy that are, that are truly unique and important to your organization. Matt, any final thoughts? No, actually. I think she did a good job with it. Actually, she summed it up well. I, I was like, I don't know that I'm have much to add after where she ended on that. So I, I was going to try, but I'm like, eh, let, okay. let her stick it. I like that. Yeah, you stuck the, you stuck the landing, right? Yep. Sometimes there's no more to say. All right. Okay. There are no more layers to probe in this discussion. Well, Matt, Kara, thank you for a great discussion and for sharing your insights. All right. Thanks, guys. Absolutely. Thank you. The Performance Matters Podcast is brought to you by GP Strategies. Together, we can create a world where business excellence makes possibilities achievable. 
You can subscribe to the show anywhere you get podcasts and listen on our website at gpstrategies.com slash podcasts.